welcome to the Wilfred Zaha podcast, where we talk a little bit of Wilfred Zaha and a whole lot of Wilfred Zaha. My name is Darzet Wilfred Armel Zaha, also known as Wilf Zaha, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Wilfred Zaha, and super producer, Wilfred Zaha. Gentlemen, what a fine day to be Wilfred Zaha-ing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy from Afar, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chuck Bailey, who will not stop talking about Wilfred Zaha. And joining us as always, and he will be doing some work to cut that intro into anything remotely, some sounding like uh, not a chance. Yeah, anything that sounds coherent whatsoever. We have Ian Stimson. Welcome to the Ivan Tony podcast. Smashing Dover Athletic. That's what Peter Bradu. <laughs> That's what Peter Bradu. Bent Dover <laughs> in the FA Cup. They fucking have been. I take it. Past the past, did something good. They're yeah, 3-0 against the mighty Dover Athletic. The mighty Dover Whitecliffs. Yeah. Are, are they actually mighty or not? That joke totally misses. I don't know what league they're in. Uh, Ryman? Is Ryman still a thing? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I way, do know way down. when I used to play football manager back in the day, I was a purist. So I started as unemployed. And I, like, I wouldn't take over Man United straight away. I'd start as unemployed. And I put my previous experience as Sunday League footballer. And the only club that would give me a job was Dover Athletic. There you go. And I took them into League One, professional status. I was a hero in Dover. An absolute <laughs> hero. I could not move in Dover. Statue of you on the cliffs as the ferries yeah. came in. Yeah, exactly. Key to Dover. <laughs> yeah, they're shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's good though when all of our teams win though isn't it no when they all win like it's great isn't it mm. I think you got that one wrong there hmm? would have been good yeah well, uh, Jesse didn't win nope nope first time in a while oh wait no since last week since last week never mind yeah but but last week you were playing like Man City so it's fair enough like yeah. you know yeah because this week yeah. this week um, you're playing Liverpool weren't you that's why you lost no <laughs> no no oh uh, Tottenham no. Leicester? Ugh. Then I'd really be <laughs> upset. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be upset if he lost against Tottenham. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the mighty West Ham. Uh, Them of the bubbles. The, 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 the land of the bubbles. Well, if you are joining us for the first time, thank you. We are happy to have you. Always good to have some new listeners. Uh, if you are returning and you are from the lands of Barbados, Israel, or Ian, where else are we charting? Hong Kong. Hong Kong! We, we were number one for a couple of days in Hong Kong. Number one soccer podcast. Big time, big time. Number one in Hong Kong. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us reach the heady heights of which we are reaching these days. I mean, I'm fairly sure they've got bigger things to be thinking about, but nice that we can distract them with some football. Yep. Not up with current affairs there, Oscar? Oh, no, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hence my hesitation. Uh, let's, just, let's just move on. Let's get straight to it with our famous segment, Rapid, Rapid, Rapid Fire News. Oh, boys, boys, another big sacking. Hmm? We can't get away from the sackings lately. What no, are we going to do? Not Maradona yep. again. No, no, not Maradona this time, <laughs> yeah. but... Equally important, we had top story, Kike Sanchez-Flores, Watford sack their manager after less than three months in charge. Watford have sacked manager Kike Sanchez-Flores after Saturday's 2-1 loss to Southampton, saying ultimately results have dictated our decision. Sanchez, who was in charge in 2015 and 16, was reappointed on September 17th following Javi Gracia. 
It's almost like it's what you predicted, Chuck. It's almost like everyone saw this coming. Hmm. And Watford aren't good. Nope. Have Gracia back in for a few months and then uh, just do a constant rotation? I don't know. Just go back and forth between them? Just keep going back, back and back and back until eventually they get like Elton John. Oh, <laughs> get him in. Get him in. Be a rocket man. Yeah. Step into Christmas for the festive period. Love there the old job. There you go. Exactly. Step into management. <laughs> Why not? He's still standing. Better than he ever did. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, how, how far can we stretch this? Crocodile, Brock. Good, just name songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he does fit the uh, the Athletic reported that the criteria for a new manager was fairly simple. They need to be currently out of work and have not been previously employed by the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't fit that criteria. Sorry, no, of course no. he doesn't. And also, I don't think that is their criteria, really. I think it's just literally, we'll we'll take anyone. I saw Tim Sherwood on the commentary team for the new Amazon Premier League stuff. Maybe he can uh, oh, give old God. Watford a go. If he was commentating on the Watford match, it would have been like Mike down, charging down the gantry. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Just high-fiving and saluting everyone. Like, uh, like a WWF wrestler. Just running down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? It's Tim Sherwood. No, we can't believe it. We don't want to believe it. No. Nah, it just comes in wearing a leather Speedo and a big gilet, an oversized gilet, and that's it. Nothing else. Drop kicks the referee and goes straight into the match. <laughs> I mean, the obvious answer is, I mean, I'm probably stealing a news story off you here, Oscar. It's Emery Inn, guys, isn't it? Oh, Poor Watford fans. Have they sunk that low? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Watford fans. Let's see, here's a couple of quick stats for you. Uh, since Jang Franco Zola's exit in December 2013, Watford have had nine managers, including Sanchez Flores, twice. Uh, fellow Spaniard Javi Gracia was in charge for 21 months, making him the only Hornets boss to last more than one full season since Zola. And Sanchez Flores becomes the third Premier League boss to be sacked in the past two weeks, following, as you mentioned and transitioning to our next story, Unai Emery at Arsenal and Mauricio Pochettino at Tottenham. Uh, so, next story. Arsenal sack Unai Emery manager leaves after 18 months in charge. The Spaniard, who previously led PSG to the French League title and won three Europa League titles with Sevilla, was appointed Gunners boss in May 2018, succeeding Arsene Wenger. Question for the podcast was his tenure following the legendary Arsene Wenger better or worse than David Moyes' tenure following the legendary Sir Alex Ferguson? Ooh, I feel like Moyes was a bit better. Yeah, I, I also am inclined to say that. I feel that that's recency bias. Do you think? I think everyone's forgetting that David Moyes was rubbish because he then went to Sunderland as his next job. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see where Emery goes. Got them relegated. Well, Moyes might be going back to Everton. I mean, full Always circle. Can. He's the favourite for both the of them. Circle of life. <laughs> there you go. Elton's back. His version of that is so much more enjoyable. Not good, but more enjoyable than the original because he's so bad at the singing on that. I love Elton John. I love Sir Elton John, I should say. But his vocals on the circle of life are so over the top i mean i'm pretty sure his is the original yeah no no, he wrote it i know but i'm saying that's not the one that they used in the movie he used it in the credits yes mm-hmm. and he sounds like he's doing like a really bad southern impression to me that's how it always came off he's like the circle of life 
And the moon's a soul. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? But that's how he sung in the 90s, weren't it? It's no sacrifice. Yeah, that's true. Trying to turn every vowel into a letter A. <laughs> You're listening to Elton Chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> great, great name for a podcast. Very yeah. good. Um, I think David Moyes was underrated. I think we forget that he inherited like a totally broken team that Sir Alex somehow with duct tape and gusto led to the league title yeah. in his last season. And then, you know, they were all 40 and they had no like body parts left. So he came in and had a shit team and he managed to do a pretty decent job. Whereas Emery came into a pretty decent Arsenal squad. He has the players there. Someone can come in and do a better job. Maybe not the person they chose, but... There's definitely the talent there and the, the like right age profiles that someone could do something with that Arsenal team. So for me, I would say Moyes edges it slightly. How are we talking this long about David Moyes? <laughs> How has this happened? <laughs> well, there's not much to say about Emery. About fucking time he got fired, right? Like, Yeah, just ridiculous. The only person who didn't know was him. Uh, he knew. He knew. <laughs> he, he you reckon? Knew. Apparently he turned up expecting to prepare the squad for Norwich. Like, with no idea. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I like to believe he's genuinely that blinkered. Yeah. I mean, and Lundberg clearly has done a good enough job of that. Getting him ready for Norwich. Two all seems to be their result at the minute. Yeah, so to take it to our next story then, uh, club director Josh Kroenke, who revealed that Unai Emery's sacking had been discussed for weeks, said that interim boss Freddie Lundberg has Arsenal DNA. Yeah, as in built to lose against shit teams. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What does that even mean? I don't know, he should probably go get that checked out because it sounds contagious. Yeah, it sounds like it's a horrendous syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, they are just so bad, aren't they? I mean, not to keep kicking them while they're down, but... No, no, I, I, out of, Yeah, no, okay, it's fine, no worries. Uh, strap That's yourself literally in, what we're here for. Yep. Um, so, in Arsenal's last six games, they've managed to get four points. Um, and, like, the teams they've played have been Sheffield United, Palace, Wolves... Uh, Leicester, Norwich, and Southampton, right? So that's four points in six games. Palace have got four points in six games, the last six, when they played Man City, Arsenal, Leicester, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, and then Burnley today. So, like, that shows how bad they are, (laughs) that they've got the same amount of points in six games that Palace have got when we played, like, the whole top five of the league. Look, he's already coming in and really showing that Arsenal DNA, drawing, getting a, a hard point at the mighty Norwich City. I want to. I, I believe he said he wants to get the fans smiling again. Which fans? Did he specify? Is it opposition fans? Because yeah. he's got me smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, so that does actually feel like, then, since we're already kind of talking about it, let's transition into the actual matches for this week. Uh, we're just going to hop around, talk about some of the ones that we noticed that were interesting. Uh, so let's start off with, as we were just discussing, Norwich 2, Arsenal 2. Your commitment to just <laughs> deliberately, belligerently saying Norwich every time. It's not just Oscar, though. Every every American like, I've listened to on a podcast like does it all the time. And I, I, I like it. It's that and Tottenham Hotspurs. Like it's a plural. It, that really... <laughs> they are the hot spurs. I don't understand. What is a hot spur anyway, though? Like why why Tottenham hot spur? I've never understood that. I don't, know. I don't know. The other one is also Leicester. A lot of people, if, they don't, <laughs> like, if they've never listened to the match, if they only know the team names, say Leicester. Leicester. Which is always brilliant. Me. I know that it's Norwich, 
but I much, much prefer saying Norwich. I will on occasion slip up and actually just say Norwich. But I, so I have to stop myself and think about it to say Norwich City for all our American <laughs> listeners so that they know who I'm talking about. Good. Okay, cool. <laughs> I feel happier now, weirdly, knowing, knowing that you actually know it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Norwich posting up <laughs> 0.9 on XG to Arsenal's 1.0 plus a pen. Yeah, wasn't there like a load of retakes with penalties or something? Yeah, there was the, uh, so Aubameyang, much to my fucking chagrin, because Raph had him in fan tracks against me this week. Uh, Aubameyang had the penalty saved. Terrible penalty. Tim Krul called him out as he, before he even stepped up, he pointed exactly where it was going to be. Really, really beautiful stuff. Saves it. And then VAR called it back on encroachment, because after the save, someone cleared it, and the Norwich player had been in the box Yeah, at the time that the ball was struck. Aubameyang then takes it again and scores, and so I go from... Raph losing a bunch of points to Raph getting a bunch of points. Last place Raph beating me this week. Yeah, I mean, the Norwich players can have no complaints about that at all. I, I love it when they're sort of arguing with it after a, a, a VAR decision like that. Encroachment, there, there hasn't yet been any lines drawn for encroachment. It was so cut and dry. Just fucking take your medicine. When, when are they going to realise that you just have to just, just wait an extra beat after you think you can go in? Because... You're just going to... It's a hiding to nothing. You're just going to get penalties retaken again and again until they score it. So what are you doing? I know. And Gary Lineker came out and tweeted like, oh, they never... never Encroachment wasn't a thing and now VAR is here and now it's a thing. Guess that's Good. where the game is going these days? Good. It's like, first of all, that was always a thing. Always. It gets recalled multiple times a season every year. Everyone always thinks it's funny when it happens, but it's not like it's never existed. Also, shut up, dinosaur. Like, I like Gary Lineker in general, but like, fuck off already. Come on. Now, and if you, and I remember going back to the 2010 season, Frank Lampard having to take a penalty three or four times because they just kept being encroachment and oh, really? kept being encroachment <laughs> and kept being encroachment. And it was like, I watch that DVD every once in a while because that's my favorite Chelsea season. So I have like the <laughs> season summary DVD. And every time I get to that bit, I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's fucking hilarious. <sighs> Pipes in stadium noise to his surround sound speakers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. I leave uh, FIFA paused in the back so that they have the sounds of the stadium and the chants going. Yeah. Blue is the color. That's only after we win, sir. Thank okay, you very much. Sorry. None of that this week. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I guess that might be a good place to transition. Let's go back, 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 way back then to Saturday. If you can recall and cast your minds that far back. Yesterday. Yes, to yesterday. That's right. Well, for the listeners, it would be. Oh, let's not get into this again. Jesus. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, We had Chelsea 0, West Ham United 1. Chelsea 2.7 on XG to West Ham's 1.2. It's kind of a tie this week. I'm inclined to give this. Cue the jingle. Oh, they're better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week. Burnley of the week, because, well, Chuck has a dissenting opinion, so you might have to cue the jingle again later, we'll see. No worries. (laughs) Chelsea got, no, Chelsea just did a Watford. They're the anti-Burnley of the week. Yeah, but West Ham are the Burnley of the week, aren't they? Yeah, West Ham 1.2 XG scoring one, so he's exactly right. You're totally right, Chuck. I concede the point. Uncue the jingle, play it backwards, pull it back. Here was my and cue up the jingle for Watford of the week. 
what? <laughs> no, but the, what, the jingle for Watford of the week is the Burnley of the week jingle backwards. Oh, okay, all right. So we just heard it backwards twice. Okay, so it's time for. Oh God, what is happening? <laughs> Watford oh, of the Nikita, week. you will never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boys, Chelsea done Watford did. Uh, Chuck's been trying to convince me that I'm angry about it all weekend. I'm really not. I'm not, try- I'm not trying to convince you that you're angry about it. I'm trying to say that it's ridiculously embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah. I don't know. You look at the XG map, we have a ton of shots from, like, not just inside the penalty box, but inside the six-yard box. Yeah, but, I mean, you were playing a team uh, playing a team that hadn't won in the last seven games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Keep trying. Keep trying. They were so. Uh, we were. I mean, what do you want? We were the better team. We almost. You know, we should have won. We didn't, and it shit happens. I feel comfortable in our top four chances, so I'm not like worried about that. Really, I feel very confident in that. Yeah, I mean, because Tottenham that you wrote off a little while ago, they're only uh, six points behind you now. Yeah, Tottenham have gone up to twenty seven percent, but that's still only a one in four chance. Like we're still seventy percent to be top four. They like we still have to fuck up this badly twice. While they don't lose for them to catch us. I'm not worried at all. Have, have Chelsea played Tottenham yet? I don't think so. I don't believe we have, no. Oh, yeah, because you play in a couple of weeks. So, oh, that's I mean, right, right before Christmas. I mean, it's that classic. They just have to uh, beat you twice. <laughs> sure. Because these teams are both obviously going to go on unbeaten runs now. Yeah. Um, that's how it works until the end of the season. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm not worried. Pulisic <laughs> look good. Um... Okay, fine. You if 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 there is something to say here, I will say this. This is how it unravels, Ian. This yeah. is how it. <laughs> Give me a few in. minutes, and then <laughs> then I'll be mad. Don't worry. Um, I said this to you guys in the chat the other day. You know, this is just an unlucky loss. Like that shit just happens sometimes, and it is what it is. And we'll get to that in the next match, also for another team. But I do think that this was the first time that Frank genuinely got the lineups like wrong, and more importantly, his substitutions wrong. He was going for some rotation, which I get. That makes sense. Uh, so he went for, you know, T- Tammy's hurt. So he had to choose between Mishi and Giroud up top. He chose Giroud. I would have gone for Mishi, so it seems kind of weird to me that he went for Giroud, given that we haven't seen him since, like, I don't know, 2007. Something like that. Um, he went for Pedro on the wing instead of Callum, although Callum was healthy. So if you want to rotate Willian out, put Callum in there, not Pedro. So that was kind of weird. Um, and he put Reese James in over Aspi again, which he had done a little while ago. And then when he went for the substitutions, he still never brought Batshuayi in. I know. He, I know. Brought, he moved Pulisic central, which was really weird and didn't work at all. He brought in uh, Conte, but for Jorginho, so we lost all our passing, which West Ham was leaving us lot of, lots of space to pass into. And he brought on Willian for Pedro, which that one makes sense. So it was just, it was a weird... Lineup to begin with, and then also the substitutions were kind of weird, and so we lost. But, like, that's a minor quibble. It's his first real mistake all season, I would say. And then on top of that, like, we still were by far the better team. We just didn't happen to put the chances away, and that happens. So I think that's interesting what you say there, because you've said before, and it's generally accepted, that Lampard is an intelligent bloke. So basically all we've got to look for is whether these mistakes that you point out there are repeated or not. If they're not, then this consider this a learning experience, chalk it up, it's going to happen because of the squad he's got. Mm-hmm. Like Occasionally, th- this is going to happen um, because they haven't necessarily got the level of experience required to 
always be performing at a massively top level. So it's whether if if Frank made any mistakes there, it's whether he learns from them because he's still, let's face it, a new manager. So if he yeah. learns from their mistakes, you're okay. If he doesn't and he repeats them, then then you're in problems. So that's what we've got to look out for. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. And I think, I don't know what the fuck goes on behind the scenes, but this is now like the fourth or fifth manager in the last few years who like really refuses to give Batshuayi regular minutes. And yeah. I don't know what he's doing at training. I don't know if he's like super lazy or disrespectful. I don't know if he's lost a ton of money with those insane Lampard fines that have been put in place this year. Or what the fucking deal is, but like no one seems to want to play him. That's pretty consistent across various managers with various playing styles. Hodgson wants to play him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know if he's leaving in January or what. But yeah, so that one's weird to me, but maybe there's reasons for that. Um, but I would hope that like from now on, when Tammy's hurt, we would see Michi, Michi Batshuayi. We would see Michi Batshuayi. <laughs> what a hard series of syllables to say. And then the big one was Pedro. Why? What? What is Pedro doing on the field? I don't understand. Like, he should be fourth down the pecking order, not third. Like, there should really be limited re- times that we should ever see Pedro on there. So that was weird. Speaking of weird, um, did you gentlemen ha- happen to catch the uh, early fixture on Saturday? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, dear. Yep, this time cue up the jingle for real. Oh, they're better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week. Because Newcastle are Burnley of the week. The final scoreline here was 2-2 Newcastle United 2, Manchester City 2. But the XG story is a very different story because we have Newcastle on 0.2. To Manchester City's 2.2. Jesus. Ten times. Ten <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> to quote the Kaylee Graphics caption, sometimes it just ain't your day. Sometimes you really, really fucking needed it to be your day. Is the title race done? <laughs> I immediately commented RIP title race 2019-2019. City's defense injuries really kind of killed that quickly, huh? But do we feel like that's true? Yeah, well, actually, uh, one of our Patreons, Sam Danby, asks, uh, why doesn't anyone want to challenge Liverpool for the title? I mean, this is a situation now where fixtures are coming thick and fast. I think we're going to know pretty quickly whether Man City are going to sort this out or not. This is going to be known within a few weeks now, because if Liverpool keep winning and they show no signs of stopping, then Man City keep dropping the odd point. Well, by Christmas, it'll be near impossible. Leicester are uh, putting in their the hat in the title race. At what point do we consider Leicester gen- the genuine challengers to Liverpool no, this year? Never. Never. It's City or no one. No one else is actually that good. I'm not sure. I mean, the two teams that are overperforming the most and by a fucking lot are Leicester and Liverpool. So I don't actually think that Leicester are giving Liverpool a run for their money. I think that they both just have been really, really lucky so far. And so when, like, Sam asks, like, why doesn't anyone want to give Liverpool a run for their money? Charity. Yeah. Um, To me, the answer to that is much more so why won't the universe allow there to be a title race than anything else? Like, (laughs) if you sort by expected points, City are five points clear. 
they are wildly underperforming while City at the same time are wildly overperforming. I mean, if we look at Liverpool's match this week, right? 1.3 on XG to one to 0.7 to Brighton. So a slight win. But if you round to the nearest goals, that's 1-1. They won 2-1. to one. So slightly mm. overperforming, not an absurd amount. I'm not saying that they didn't like particularly deserve to win that match, quote-unquote. But every tiny last drop of luck that they can get, and that's just straight-up coincidence at this point because of sample size, they are getting every little bit of luck. Whereas the other teams, the two teams that are the most underperforming, or rather the team that's most underperforming, is Manchester City. You mentioned the XG, and obviously there was the the red card for Liverpool as well for Allison, which plays into it. But Brighton had fifty five percent possession against them. Yeah, like they actually controlled the ball more, had more touches, completed more passes, everything. So to me, it's much more so the story of like it's not that people aren't doing their job. City are doing their job; they just can't catch a fucking break. Chelsea are doing their job, and they can't, you know. 2.7 to whatever the fuck it was, 1.2, but they can't get a win out of that. And Liverpool, tiny, tiny margins are turning into massive points. And so I don't think that no one's doing their job. I just think that like that's how the fucking cards shake out sometimes. That's what Leicester did when they won the title. Leicester weren't the best team that year by even – it wasn't even remotely close. They were like the sixth best team. But they kept getting points. They kept getting every last little bit that they could, and luck was on their side. But that's a game – that's a 14-game week stretch now. Where I fully accept what you're saying, but that's where we are now. And what's happened before, you know, it's you know more than anyone. It's gambler's fallacy to say that that's going to even out. Yeah, no, but no, no. The, mm. the situation we're at now is that Liverpool are how many points is it ahead of Leicester? Eight yeah. and eleven is it yeah. ahead of Man City? Yeah, that's 11. where we are now. And things aren't going to necessarily shake out okay. To what the expected goals, points, whatever, say they're going to be. So, I, you know, I don't know. At some point, I think Leicester are one... I know this is ridiculous. I know it is. But Leicester are one point ahead of where they were the uh, season they won the title at this point. And, I, you know, they're, they're playing attacking football. They're doing the same things that title winners do. I'm not suggesting Leicester are going to win the title this season. <laughs> I'm just saying at some point there has to be a crossover where you go... Leicester are doing it and Man City aren't. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think I'm there. I don't think for me personally I'm ready to say that because I think that like City have been very, very clearly the best team. They just have had the worst luck. Whereas Leicester are equally Leicester, Leicester are equally lucky to be where they are as Liverpool are to be where they are. And yes, regression yeah. to the mean doesn't mean that like it's going to even out and they'll end up in sixth. But regression to the mean does mean that they're going to cool down to their actual numbers. And so going forward at their actual numbers for the rest of the season, probably, will make it so that Chelsea are in, and City can catch up to Leicester and Leicester will probably finish in fourth. Right? So they're not going to drop to like where they would be in the expected points table because they already do have that cushion. But they are going to drop off from where they're at if they keep going the way they've been going. And likewise, City and Chelsea will move up if they keep going the way they've been going. Right? But Liverpool, I think, I think the fucking title race is just dead. Right. And like, because like you said, yes, the regression to the mean both with City and Liverpool means that they're actually closer than they are in terms of points available going forwards. But 11 points is a big enough gap that if you look at 538 and they look at the underlying numbers and the strength of schedule as like the primary movers for their predictions, they have Liverpool at 71% and City at only 25. The rest of that is now split up among a bunch of other little teams. Chelsea are down to 1%. The dream is dead. 
But like Leicester are two percent according to five thirty eight. Twice as likely as Chelsea. That's why I take from that. <laughs> double Chelsea. Yes, literally double Chelsea, sure. But Chelsea are equally not in the title race. I think that insofar as we're hoping for a title race, it's going to be City. Because I think Leicester at 2%, that's, that feels right to me. Mm. Yeah, and Liverpool, you know, we've mentioned a couple of times about the congestion, etc. Liverpool have nine games between now and the 2nd of January. At least nine as well. I think there could be more if they an extra Club World Cup game. Yeah, and they do have that blank week coming up, which will make the table look weird for a while. They'll still be way top. <laughs> yeah, but it could make it look like that. So, like, let's say Leicester win while Liverpool don't have a thing, right, then it's a five-point gap. Artificially close the gap. Yeah, yeah. makes it a five-point gap, makes it seem like there's a title race or title race back on or whatever. But in reality, it's just because Leicester have a game in hand. I don't think there's a title race. And I don't certainly don't fucking think it's Leicester. I think if City can get their shit together enough and get some luck which this was the very polar opposite of that. Like, this result was the worst possible luck. Yeah, and at least it gives us more time just to come to terms with the fact that Liverpool are going to win the league. Ugh, I don't want so it. So we can just, like, okay, <laughs> we can all just prepare ourselves. They can't be quite as insufferable. Speaking of insufferable, we have Burnley 0, Crystal Palace 2. Chuck. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Would you care to hear the... XG for your match. Yes. Okay, Burnley, done got Burnley'd by you guys. You are second most Burnley of the week because Palace generated 1.1 scoring two, so scoring double, and Burnley generating 2.0 and scoring zero. Ah, oh, again then, Burnley are the Watford. <laughs> no, you guys are Burnley'd, for sure, <laughs> because 1.1 scoring two. To quote Kaylee Graphics, Daesh done got Burnley again. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. Brilliant. And it's always nice that Palace get a mention, actually. It's just, just nice to be in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Watch the game. And uh, yeah, we, we played pretty well. But I mean, I'm very surprised, especially considering Burnley's current form. Like we talked before about luck and, and getting the breaks. Like they didn't get them that match. Like they've won their last two games 3 0. And. Easily, you know, just with a few uh, kind of sliding doors moments, this could have ended up being a 3-0 as well. But it was just that Palace took their chances and Burnley kept skying them or missing or, or doing whatever. So lovely, lovely to get back with a win after our horrendous five-game run, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah, I would love to say it was a well-deserved win also, but obviously nope, it was nope, not. Not even a little bit. But wins is wins and points is points, right? Game's game. Do you know where that takes Palace in terms of the relegation odds? Uh, uh, why, why are you doing this? I don't know. Uh, well, Southampton, <laughs> Norwich got a point. Southampton won. Everton lost. Yeah, I know, like, 8%. 7%. Very close. 7%. Uh, 2% to make top four, so almost even. Uh, one day, one day, if I wish very, very hard... One day, the odds of Europe will be higher than the odds of relegation. <laughs> I like the way Crystal Palace have got to be fifth before that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ, how, how how high and how far through the season does it have to be before those odds even up? Yeah, never. It never does. <laughs> never in your eyes. It always, no, never in my eyes. I'm counting every point, every goal. It doesn't matter if there's 12 teams between us in relegation. Palace have been loved by the numbers one and only one time. And that was that season where they started off with like a goalless drought for the first eight games. What was it, Chuck? 
seven games. Seven Thank games, you very and much. then in the eighth, Aspie had an own goal. We've talked about this a million times. Yeah. Uh, in that, they were Someone actually else like. scored in that game. I think it was 2 0 or 2 1, I think. Something, whatever. Um, in that seven game stretch where they scored zero goals, obviously did not have any wins because you can't win without scoring goals. <laughs> No, we didn't. There were no draws either. No, okay. It was seven losses. I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to say. Um, yeah. Everyone was having conversations. Every fuck, you know, Football Guardian Weekly ex- Extra or whatever the name of the podcast is. Who cares? Uh, Guardian Football Weekly. They're not number one in Hong Kong, are they? <laughs> we're like, oh, is this the worst team ever? Is this Palace team going to break the record for the fewest points? And all the analytics people, all the numbers people were like, no, they actually have like the third or fourth best attack so far. And that will cool down because it's only seven games, but they're not the worst team ever. You guys are fucking crazy. It's just really bad luck. And so, like, if there was an expected points table back in the day, you guys would have been way up it. And all the analytics people would have been like, these fucking idiots think that this Palace team is the worst team of all time. They're totally fine. They're totally mm. fine, you guys. I mean, it's still weird, like, uh, and especially looking across, like, the whole of the mid-table wedge, uh, which is effectively from fifth down to relegation now, is that there's six points between fifth and 17th still. And, like, after 14 games, it's just getting a bit exhausting. Like, you'd like to see some sort of separation there. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason that Tottenham were able to climb up so fucking fast to fifth place. Like, look how quickly they got there. From 18th, it's seven points, and from 17th, it's five points. So, like, two wins, and you're all of a sudden, and that's exactly what we've seen from Tottenham. Mm, They call that the Jose bounce. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of the Jose bounce, I guess that's a good place to transition. We had Tottenham Hotspurs generating (laughs) 2.9 on XG, scoring three, and AFC Bournemouth generating (laughs) 1.1 and scoring two. So, final scoreline, three to two. Pretty well-deserved win from Tottenham, who also had an amazing, amazing comeback in the Champions League, which means that three wins in three matches for Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho. <laughs> How are we feeling about Tottenham, gents? Um, I still think there's... Like, I think they slipped up, really, and I think the scoreline does kind of flatter Bournemouth a little bit. Um, there were just kind of a couple of moments. Like I think one was a free kick, like a really well struck free kick right at the end, and the other one was just, and that was from a silly foul given away. Um, and then you know just a, again a bit of calamitous defending that they just really need to iron that out. But you know Deli Ali is is looking, you know got gets two goals, uh, looks very very good, um, taking like long balls off of Alderweireld and Son and just. I mean, the touch from Sun for uh, Ali's first goal Ugh. was just insane. Like that huge through ball from Alderweireld and just just takes it down, just pops it on a plate. Like that's why he didn't have to go military service, guys. <laughs> like right there. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason. worth it. Um, yes. Uh, and yeah, it's good. it's good. It's good to see him playing again. And Sissoko scored, for fuck's sake. Yeah, if he can get Sissoko, like, there's no miracle that the man can't com- co- you know, um, perform? Complete? Complete. Complete. He's Jesus. Are we saying he's Jesus? Yes. Well, he certainly okay. feels like it. Um, <laughs> he is risen. <laughs> he is risen. Uh, yeah, Sissoko hadn't scored in the league since 2000, the 2017-18 season. Wow. So. There you go. I did say when he was first appointed that Sun and 
at Deli Alley were basically cooked up in a fucking lab to play in a Jose Mourinho system and that it would be terrifying once they got going. I did not think it would be this fucking fast. Mm. Even knowing that, like knowing Mourinho as well as I do and admiring those guys from, you know, begrudgingly because they are Spurs guys, but always kind of looking at them and being like, damn, I would love if they were wearing a shirt other than Tottenham. But still, like watching it happen so fast is really annoying because they are like a match made in heaven. Could that just be more symptomatic of how bad things were before that it's very, like very often the reason you get that new manager bounce or whatever is just because it's a a relief of how bad things were before maybe? Uh, I could see that working as an argument for Sun's performances. Like definitely that could, that could you know, because Sun is just great. And so if the people around him are happy, then he's going to shine kind of thing. Hmm. Um, but Deli Ali, it had been a long time since anybody was getting the best out of Deli Ali. Like he hasn't been the Deli Ali, the one who's rated as an 85 in FIFA, apparently, because I signed him <laughs> for my team like last week. Um, and why the fuck is he still in 85? I don't know. But it's been a long time since he was Deli Ali 85 rating on FIFA. Yeah, it was like those two really good FPL seasons that he had as well. Right. So for him to be bouncing back, that is, I think, very much a Mourinho thing and not just a new manager bounce thing. He's using him in different ways and in a different spot that's, you know, sort of plays to his skill sets. And it's yeah, paying off. Even the incredibly modest Jose said that in the post-match, you know. <laughs> uh, said, yeah, well, I'm playing him in a position he wants to play in. So there you go. Simple as that. <laughs> Which, when you compare to Arsenal... <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal fans must have been I'm, I'm just bringing it back because it's what, the thing that made me the happiest this weekend Arsenal <laughs> fans must have been so fucking happy to have you know Freddie Lundberg you know everybody's got like an old legend being their manager now right Ole's at the wheel Lampard's in charge now Lundberg is back and they were like oh it's time it's written no no <laughs> <laughs> never mind alright well on that Arsenal disparaging note let's go ahead and take a quick break <laughs> And uh, we'll come back because we have some good listener stuff and some FPL to talk this week. So stick around after the jump. Welcome back to the Mars Offside podcast. We've been speaking all about some footballs in the real world. And now it's time for our fantasy football teams and specifically our community FPL team. We've had another pretty solid week. Um, obviously, the game is still updating, etc. But 59 points. Quite a high average, though. That's just updated. It says it was 51. So maybe not quite as good as I thought. But um, all right, no. we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We've we've been riding high. Uh, Vardy captain, so thank you for that. Um, some beautiful genius suggested getting uh, Wilfred Zaha in. For, yeah, I um, think you need to take some credit for that, actually, Chuck. Wow. Because Guys. you were the first person I heard mention that, and I heard it on a couple of podcasts now, seen it on Twitter a few times. You were ahead of the game on that one. Definitely. I mean, well, I mean, I'll I'll take if if you want to call me an influencer, I don't know. Mate. I do. To be I honest, do want to, call you to that. be honest, I just stood back. I just let him did. You know, I just let him do uh, what he did. I didn't really influence much. I also don't know what it's like to lose a Champions League final. So <laughs> exactly, I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> never done that whatsoever. Um, so yeah, a few pretty good uh, results in there with Alexander Arnold, De Bruyne, uh, Zaha, Jimenez, and Vardy all returning, but a lot of twos in there, which is very sad. Obviously, we did keep Tammy Abraham. 
Uh, still no real word. I mean, we don't know. Maybe you guys will know. In the future. Um, in the future. So in the past of the future, they'll know, but that's the future of the now, so we don't know. Two, yeah, two days after the day after tomorrow. No, two days before. Anyway. Terrible film. Yeah, terrible, terrible. That's film. like the old joke, uh, next week I invented time travel. Yeah. yeah. By old joke, I mean I said that one time and I thought it was great and no one laughed. So, consistent with your reactions. <laughs> yeah. I feel like time's just been sucked out of the room. Is that... <laughs> Time certainly stopped. <laughs> but yes, so obviously we have to decide what we're going to do now uh, in terms of suggestions. Now, I did put out a quick fire poll yesterday and you guys have decided that we are going to roll our free transfer. Uh, so we will be saving that because obviously it's difficult because there is midweek football. Don't forget, guys. Don't forget. Wednesday night transfer deadline or whatever the fuck Isn't it is. Isn't it Tuesday? I mean, it's Tuesday night. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday Fucking night. hell, I'm so glad you said that. Oh, Why'd you bollocks. say anything? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because oh, I'm a public servant. I couldn't have even done it because this pod doesn't even come out till then either. Oh. Oh. Can you edit that out, Ian, so that you forget? So I forget. <laughs> okay. If that, that's how it works, right, Oscar? Oscar, you invented time travel. You no, but I didn't f- do it until next week yet. Yeah, but did he invent dementia? I will forget. Good, good. Yes. Uh, you don't pay that much attention when you edit anyway. Yeah. Just snip furiously. So yeah, so we're rolling transfer this week, and which means that we will have two transfers for game week 16. So we will be putting forward our suggestions. Uh, he confidently declared off-air that he had decided what he was going to do. It's probably going to be Pulisic. But Oscar, <laughs> what is your suggestion for our FPL team? Uh, it's probably going to be Pulisic. So I'm going to use both because we rolled the free one going into this week. And I think it is time to get off of the Trent Alexander-Arnold train because Liverpool do have that blank coming up. And I just feel like for 7.1, he hasn't really been putting up enough scores. Uh, he got the 10, obviously, this week. But before that, in his five game weeks before, he had two, two, seven, one, and 2. So not the most consistent returns from him lately. Uh, so I'm going to downgrade him to someone who is on the up and up. Uh, going to have probably start getting some clean sheets. At the very least, looks to be the most attacking defender for Jose Mourinho's brand new team. And coming in at only 4.9, a very good a value reason. pick on Serge Aurier. Ugh. I think it's time to get on the Tottenham board. We don't have any Tottenham players. A lot of people are getting in on Sun. A lot of people are getting in on Deli Alley. And I think Aurier, as the one free-roaming fullback at 4.9, might be some decent value. Uh, and that does free up enough funds to turn Treore, who is our sort of bench midfielder, if you will, up to Pulisic. That's a hell of an upgrade, yeah. With 0.5 remaining in the bank, also. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. And swapping one defender who can't defend for another. <laughs> Yes, but for 2.2 cheaper. 2.2 cheaper. Interesting. Okay, uh, Ian, what is your suggestion, mate? Well, I'm going to keep it very boring, very short. I'm going to only do one transfer, so as we get to roll one, because I always like the flexibility of having two. So I want Diop gone again, but no one went for my suggestion last time. So this time I'm going to go for uh, someone who got off the mark unexpectedly this week, and I'm going to go for Newcastle's Villains. Yeah. Chuck's favourite. Get my suggestion in there. Chuck, why do you like Newcastle players so much? What's that about? 
Willems. Well, because I'm always proved right about them, Oscar. Uh, I said we should get Willems in a few weeks ago. Yeah. He starts banging in goals against Man City. I said we should get Alan San Maximan back in. He is a laugh. Um, yeah, he plays for Newcastle. He does football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one from two guys. Um, <laughs> I like St. Maximan. It's great. He's yeah, good fun. He's really great. good fun, but not for fantasy so much. No, not so much. So yours is, is that just a one? Yeah, a one just the one. one then? It. Roll, just, roll it again. Yeah. Just the one, roll it again. Okay. Um, oh, pressure's on me now, guys, because I can't. Hmm. Every fiber of my being wants to do something mental. You could drop Tammy. That might get some votes. Could drop Abraham. Yeah, that's true. We've not discussed that. I mean, as at time of recording, we still don't know how bad the injury is. So we might have Chuck making some unilateral decisions if it turns out he's cropped for ages. And I mean, I do maybe want to get on an Ian Stimson bandwagon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I'm going to do... Uh, double transfer. So we're going to get rid of Tammy. I'm not waiting for the hospital. I'm not waiting for the doctor's note. <sighs> None of that. Fuck's sake. Get him You're going to say Ings, aren't you? Danny Ings, <sighs> baby. Yes. You're going to win with that. God damn it. We're not going to get pulled sick again. Right, well, we haven't heard the other side yet. We haven't heard the other side. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> to get, Nor- you know, he's playing Norwich, Newcastle, West Ham, Villa, Chelsea. They concede. Great. Who's he playing? I didn't catch that first one. Who was it? Norwich. Norwich. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry. Yeah. Norwich. We'll translate for you. There we go. Thank you. And then, because, I mean, Nick Pope hasn't looked great. And when we've oh only God. got one goalkeeper. A goalkeeper transfer. And he's got, <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe he won't win after all. Hey, Pulisic, Pulisic, Never have you seen Pulisic. someone snatch defeat from the jaws of victory so quickly. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Just do the one. No, yeah, no, 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 definitely. Who do you want to bring in for Pope? This is a great <laughs> idea. This is a great idea. Who are you doing? Fuck it. Yeah, Guaita. Get Guaita in. Yeah. <laughs> Guaita in for Pope. Wow. They do have that amazing run of fixtures coming. Tammy and Pope out for Abraham and Pope. Oh, we're going non-biblical. Um, <laughs> for Guaita and Ings. For the atheist pod team. Yes. And then we just need to, I don't know, is there anyone else in there with a... I don't know. Is there anyone else with biblical names? Have we still got Saint Maximan? Is that still a thing? Yeah. Was there a Saint Maximan in the Bible? I don't know. Was it one of Jesus's posse? Posse? (laughs) Yeah, disciples. You get what I mean. Anyway, yes. So that's my suggestion. Uh, I wasn't going to do any transfers. I ended up doing two. I don't know. I'm hoping I win. Just to piss off Oscar, and it means he doesn't get Pulisic in. I mean, I am trying to get a Christian in, so, you know, more holy <laughs> in that regard. So then it won't work, will it? Yeah. It's not going to happen. This is an, this is an atheist <laughs> pod team now. Sorry, mate. <laughs> that's what it is now. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, then, that's the FPL done. Uh, Ian, have we got some listener questions? We've got some listener questions. Some of them are festive. Oh. Hey, it is December 1st at the time of recording. Officially, no longer get bullied for being obsessed with Christmas and blasting Christmas music all the time. Only took three weeks for everyone else to catch up. About time. Quite. And um, all of our questions come from Patreons this week. And uh, Chuck, I think we've got a new Patreon. <laughs> the traditional Patreon jingle. Do we have a, we don't have a new Patreon jingle? No, we don't. No. As long as it ends on an air horn, I like it. Hmm. Get back to me. When the next one comes in, I'll have a, a jingle just for the have a jingle ready. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, our new Patreon is Mark Daffin. Is he from Hong Kong? I assume so. No, he's not. He actually works in Peterborough, which is a bizarre coincidence. He lives in a village like 20 miles, no, town, 20 miles north. Is he your stalker? It, it might be a stalker situation, I'm not sure. He goes through your bins. Is it Finley? Is he spending his allowance so he can listen to your FPL pod? <laughs> he hasn't even got an FPL team. That you know of. No. But apparently you didn't even know his fake name, and that he lives <laughs> in a village down the road. What is the difference between a village and a town? Um, uh, letters. Size. I mean, it's just, yeah, a village is really small, might have like one church or something. Racism. I, I, what? <laughs> Probably more racism in a village. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there aren't many diverse villages in England. I think that's fair to say, yeah. Anyway, welcome, Mark. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! You paid for this, Mark. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. Um, but yeah, all the questions are from Patreons this week, as we often do. We've got a Slack channel now that chucks it up. Yeah. That's, that's taken off in a yeah. big way. It's taken off in a big way. Problem is, I haven't had phone signal for four days. So, unless I'm on Wi-Fi, nothing. So, it's really bugging me on my commute. Yeah, that is annoying. I can't, can't do nothing. Yeah, three mobile, sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So, James Doncaster, who incidentally in FPL is currently at like overall rank. Well, I think he's dropped from about 3K to about 7K at the minute. Ugh. What's the point then? Why even mention it? He messaged us recently saying he, this week, I think he's taken a 12-point hit already. I mean, that's self-destruct button time, James. What are we doing? Oh, James. James. Don't do it, you beautiful man. James. Minus 16, actually. Is it minus 16? Minus 16. No. Good what? lord. Which I think is fucking sexy and phenomenal. You beautiful <laughs> man. Keep on doing what you're doing. Shine as bright as a diamond. You're, you're not going to catch him, Oscar. No, but I, anyone taking points hits gets my full stamp of approval. What's the, it's so much more fun. It's so much more it fun. It is fun. It is fun. I'll, I'll give you that. Anyway, James comes in with a festive question and says, uh, best mulled wine recipe, please. Ooh. Do you like a mulled wine? Love a mulled wine. Even the even the smell of when it's like been out way too long and it goes kind of bitter and acrid. Like, love it. Yeah. I did that today because the Christmas tree went up today and we had some mulled wine. And yeah, exactly oh. that. It went far too concentrated towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was just spicy and awful. Is that the one with like brandy and wine and apples and shit that you cook on a in like a big pot on the stove and then oh, serve with oil? Yeah, this is what we're talking. I mean, yeah. The the thing is, I I don't know whether you need to have a recipe really because I just bought a bottle of pre-made mulled wine from Sainsbury's, chucked it oh. chucked it in a pan, then chucked some orange and cinnamon and cloves in it anyway, even though it had already been mulled pre-mulled. Pre-mould, you double mould it. Double mould it. That's what. That's our role. They call me the double muller. <laughs> that's what they call me. And, the mulligan. Um, they call him Mull of Kintyre. <laughs> up there in Peterborough. Uh, but I've, I've had a lovely old day. Very festive. Yeah, I've only ever had that one time, and it was at an English person's house. An expat living in the United States had us over for some Christmas cookies and, and mould wine. It's not particularly a thing here. It mostly tasted like apples. I don't know if they did like a maybe like a spiced cider thing instead that I'm thinking of that. You can get mulled cider, but I wouldn't... I mean, apples, I think, more sangria. It was... So it was a vat of like apple chunks, something with brandy in it that was warm, and a ton of fucking like fall spice flavors, like cinnamon and nutmeg and all that. Yeah. 
Could have been wine, could have been apple cider. I don't really know. I may have never had this, in fact. <laughs> so, but, but there is no recipe. It's just buy a shit bottle from Sainsbury's, bung it in the microwave, job done. Well, there's no recipe, but certain things you should do. Always have a low heat. You nope. don't want it reducing too much or burning it. Yeah, that's what I think I did today. Uh, have about a, I'd say a one to eight ratio of wine to brandy to fuck yourself up. Can we get that in a decimal for Dave Mateo? Uh, yeah, a point one two five to one <laughs> ratio. Now that's the point actually, because I've I've not done that at home. But when um, I was out and about somewhere last year, I had um, a mulled wine with Jack Daniel's fire in it, and Ooh. that was basically the best thing I'd ever had. And I ended up having what's about Jack Daniel's fire? It's just like cinnamon flavour. Yeah, it's just a oh, spiced okay, okay, whiskey. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, we have a cinnamon whiskey here. I didn't realize Jack Daniels made one. The one everybody uses here is called Fireball. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the recipe's different here because it contains a ingredient that's the same in antifreeze. <laughs> oh. oh, like the old Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's one of, like, Fireball in, in the yeah. States, in that recipe, can't be sold in Europe. <laughs> they had oh, to Fireball change. has antifreeze. Okay, yes. cool, 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 cool. Danger. Well, not, thank God for Brexit, eh? Soon we'll be able to... Soon we'll be able Chow to down de-ice, on. de-ice <laughs> our freeze, intestines. Chlorinated chicken, bring it on. Beautiful. Yeah. I, have a, I have two bottles of liquor in my house, yeah. and one of them is Fireball Salmon Whiskey. So. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, it was like the best thing I'd ever had, this mulled wine with uh, spiced whiskey in it. Mm. I had about five and got absolutely smashed. It was a beautiful time. I've had, I've had some with Jaeger in it. Okay. That was good. Lithuanian Jaeger or American Jaeger or Canadian Jaeger? I think Jaeger's Canadian. Sorry, what are the words you're saying right now? <laughs> Did you have it with Lithuanian Jaeger, which we know is your preference? Yes, or American Jaeger or Canadian, I think Jaeger's Canadian. Yeah, I'm looking it up right it's now. It's from fucking Germany. Uh, oh, okay, so they have a different ooh, bottler ooh, for the Western ooh, Hemisphere. Ooh. So we get it from Canada, but you guys get it from Germany. But uh, it's German. It is well. I knew the name was, but like, there's plenty of shit that's named German things that's actually from like upstate New York or whatever. Just shut up, Oscar. Like a hamburger. Um, but anyway, JD, to get back to it, get your oranges in there. Uh, you yeah. can either stick the cloves into the oranges. Oh, like a little Chris Dingle. Yeah. So do a little Chris Dingle. Reason is because when it's ready and spiced, you want to take the cloves out. Good point. Because otherwise, and the same with the cinnamon sticks, they go to mulch. There so it's a lot easier if they're stuck in the orange, you just take the orange out. Or if, you, if you're feeling fancy, get yourself a muslin bag. Oh. Pop your spices in there. And you've had a kid recently, so you've got loads of muslin cloths around the house. They're only slightly infused with baby sick. Yeah, I mean, I'm not using them. <laughs> <laughs> just draped over your shoulder constantly. Mm. All adds to the flavour. There you go. And basically, if you're not too sure on the recipe, just keep drinking until it tastes good. Which is exactly what I did today. There you go. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, Johnny Werthers asks... The original. Yeah, the original Patreon. This is a dig, though. If someone comes in with an offer for you to do a solo podcast, like Freddie Mercury with Queen, Beyonce with Destiny's Child, and Phil Ian Stimson Collins with Genesis, (laughs) would you do it? (laughs) <laughs> fucking Johnny Werther's it feels like this was just built to be a dig yeah especially because you've already done it haven't you you already buggered off without us in fact both yeah. of you have hang on a minute yeah yeah not just Mr. 100% but Mr. Mr. Dedicated over here 
I don't swan off with other podcasts, bringing in new listeners. Yeah, what a terrible broadening thing. our audience. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible thing to do. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> the answer is yes. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, Chuck especially first one out the door. Yeah. Uh, can we modify it to not be fantasy podcasts? Can I talk about Star Wars for an hour? But that's fantasy, isn't it? <laughs> and you do do that on the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. That's also that. true. Oh, yeah, you and I both have like a solo Patreon thing, Ian. Exactly. Chuck did the shower thoughts one time. Yeah. Yeah. And the World of Rage. I would listen to a weekly World of Rage, Chuck, for the record. I'm just not as angry. I hear you mellowed out. Plus it would get just a bit too niche and... Oh, because we're bothered about getting niche. We've just talked <laughs> yeah. about mulled wine for about five minutes where none of us knew a fucking recipe. Yep, and one of my Patreon episodes was literally a half hour about a theme park I've never been to. <laughs> That's one of my favourites. you were talking about the food stands. <laughs> he's like I know everything. About restaurants he's not been to in the theme park. <laughs> it was just my favourite. It's a good episode. It's it a good was. episode. It was. I loved it. It wasn't as good as the one where you were driving immediately after you'd seen the Star Wars trailer and were yeah. just driving and losing your mind but had to record immediately. So you were just on your phone recording a podcast. It was brilliant. I almost got in a car accident with a bus that day. <laughs> you, can, you can hear it in the podcast. Like, slam my brakes, honk my horn, and I'm like, fucking bus! I'm trying to talk about Luke Skywalker! <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash MarsOffsidePod. There you go. <laughs> uh, Johnny Worth has asked a second question, which isn't a dig. Um, what's your top three board games? I like Cluedo or Clue for the Americans. Uh, that's good, especially when you start to figure out, like, it's one of those games. I think that's one of the great things about board games is when you, like, as you get older and older, you start to understand all the intricacies and, uh, like, the proper way of playing it. Yeah. Is it the same characters over there? Is it, like, Colonel Mustard? Yeah, I mean they've all, they've they've changed. Yeah, they you know they do like different incarnations and whatever. But I think the core six, whoever it is, characters are the same. They've added a I can't remember what her name is now. Something pink, and they've taken out Mrs. White. But yeah, can't have a female housekeeper now, so she's like Doctor Pink or something, something like that. Now I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Or something. No, actually, it's something orchid. Something orchid. Actually, it's not pink. Yes, I also agree. With that opinion about colours. Of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. Oscar yeah. has no idea. <laughs> Always forget. Um, How do you remember which one is your which piece is yours? Uh honestly board games are are one of those things where it's fucking tough. Yeah, uh, especially Trivial Pursuit. I'm, I, I always go for the fucking wedge that I already have, and no one corrects me. No one's like, you already have that one, bud. And I'm like, you fucking assholes. I could have won this a half hour ago, but you're just letting me go to the wrong places all the time. Fucking people. I guess you got to get a leg up. Uno's tough, too. I don't know if you guys have Uno over there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Smash Uno. Love Uno. Um, there was a game called Mastermind that I couldn't play. There's a lot of board games that are oh, all colors yeah, Mastermind. That's like from Ian's childhood. <laughs> yeah, going way back. Wasn't that originally like to train spies to break like Russian and Nazi codes? Like that was what they invented it for. And then I might be making that up. It feels like that's just what they pretended it was in the advert. So do you guys have the same board games? This feels like one of those situations where you could have completely different board games and I wouldn't yeah. know. Same as like candy bars and crisps. Trivial Pursuit 100% is the same. Uh, Mastermind was the game where one person puts different colored pegs in and then... Another person who can't see it gets X number of attempts to... I don't think I've even heard of that. 
guess correctly. It's like it's really like a very old game with like four colored pegs. Okay. You have to get them in the right order. Yeah. And so, like, if you get one correct, they'll tell you how many you get correct, and you've basically got to work up. Okay. It's a logic game. Yeah. Right. Um, Risk. I have a Risk Lord of the Rings edition. That's good fun. I have that. There you go. We should we play. We should play. <laughs> yeah. Internationally. I wouldn't trust you to not cheat. Uh, no, I'm, I'm a very honourable player. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're not. I feel like I'm really... Ba- I didn't realise there was like a board game community until a good sort of few years ago. Because when, of Johnny Worthington. Pretty much, him yeah. and Raph. I, I didn't realise it was really a thing. I am I think I'm proper basic. Well, did they have board games when you were growing up or was it just like throw rocks at each other? No, it was just drawn on the pavement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had Monopoly in that. I fucking love Monopoly. Yeah. So I, I know that like it's just because I'm an asshole and manipulative and like good at numbers but i fucking love monopoly it's the same as draft fantasy draft you just trick people into bad trades and then you win and it's like i I, monopoly is definitely my number one uh also scrabble classic scrabble love a good okay i feel better now you're saying these these are the classics i had racked up yeah yeah i used to actually oh god this is one of those nerdy things about me that i don't realize it's so nerdy till i say it out loud oh good I was in a competitive Scrabble League for a while. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> yeah. Was that run con- concurrently with the ice cream eating league? Yeah, but the problem is, Ian, he had to quit because he got mixed up between the competitive eating and the competitive Scrabble. <laughs> and he started eating all the Scrabble tiles. <laughs> he was strapping the bag to his face. And yeah. Just the- <laughs> yeah. He was shitting out 80-point words. Like, just... <laughs> on the board. Onto the board. I was like, sorry, guys, I lost the cue. Give me a sec. <laughs> Triple. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, nearly dear. did myself a mischief then. Uh, I don't know that we're going to top that, so I'll just throw out three names quickly for people who like newer board games. You got What Do You Meme is a good one. You got Headbands, where you just get a, a noun and you put a card on your forehead and you have to try to guess it using yes or no questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, obviously Cranium. Who doesn't love Cranium? Oh, and Exploding Cats. Uh, exploding exploding cats. cats. Exploding, exploding cats. Kittens. Splitting Kittens. No, I've What's seen that? it. I just can't remember what it is. It's a card game. It's good fun. Oh, it's Cards Against Humanity. If you Is that a board game? That's cards good. Against Humanity counts, yeah. What do you meme as Cards Against Humanity, but with memes instead of like okay. right, sex okay. jokes? See, headbands Headbands with the noun. Like, we, before that game came out, like, everyone just used to used to do celebrities on post-it notes. Yeah, And yeah, you yeah. just have a stack of post-it notes, put a celebrity on your forehead, and, that, and then all of a sudden that became like a proper game i had a group of friends around once we played that and it was only a small gathering and two of them went with benjamin netanyahu which i think was just <laughs> just an alan partridge reference and that was like that's when i knew they were just among friends my best friends that's awesome we played uh we played headbands at thanksgiving this year and no one stabbed anyone else so pretty successful <laughs> well i mean it's not monopoly monopoly no, is the stabbing but the game. single biggest family fight that ever happened was on Christmas Eve, like, six or seven years ago, we were playing headbands, and, like, a fucking riot broke out at my <laughs> uncle's house because people were, like, so fundamentally divided on a question. So it was actually Emily who had the card on her forehead, and the card said chicken. Chicken. And it doesn't specify if it means chicken, like, the animal that goes around cluck, 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 or if it means chicken, like, the food. Or a wide variety of ways, right? There I mean, are different well, ways to interpret. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I know it's the same animal, but like, if someone okay. asks, I, okay, I just I don't like to assume with you sometimes. <laughs> yes, fair <laughs> enough. 
I forget what the question was, but it was something where like if you were visualizing it as chicken like the food versus chicken like the animal, then the answer was different. It was either a yes or a no. And so people were like, well, technically, if you think of chicken as like the food chicken, then yes, what she asked applies. And someone's like, yeah, but if she means the animal, which is probably the most un- like basic way to take this card, then it's a no. And then my grandma just started screaming at everybody. And me and my brother were the leaders of the two opposing factions. And it was like the most fucking violent please tell me like please tell me hour. you have one of those families that gradually as it gets more heated and heated it switches from english to spanish no no, no, no. Oh, my no. grandma doesn't really speak english so she was just screaming in spanish but i don't know what she was screaming about because no one really <laughs> she, pays attention to her she, and she didn't even know what the game was she was just yeah, it might have been unrelated <laughs> like i don't know what we're yelling about yeah poor emily sitting there in the middle between two groups of like like six humans on her left six humans on her right screaming at each other being like i don't actually care this game sucks i don't want to keep doing this and we're like no you sit there we're answering this question god damn it and we're just it was like fucking chaos so how long ago was this uh probably i want to say like 2013 ish christmas 2013 like so because i want to know whether this was one of the first times emily had met your family (laughs) Uh, it would have been one of the first few Christmases, but not yeah. like the first, first one. Okay, fine. So it was, fine. It was, you know, maybe two, three years in. Yeah, you still bring up like chicken and headbands and, <laughs> and like, thing. no good. <laughs> Sam Danby asks, Christmas dinner must-haves. I mean, we have pigs in blankets, which I think would be considered probably top, top food priority on Christmas. Um, yeah, but they've got to be like decent pigs. Oh, like, it be. can't be yeah. like little tiny cocktail sausages with a... Yeah shard yeah. of bacon around it yeah. adorning no. it like some decent sausage crown of thorns decent bacon then you're laughing but yeah. yeah wait is your pigs in a blanket not in a puff pastry no no, no. pigs no. in blankets is just a sausage like a small sausage and a and bacon, bacon. Wrapped around it put in the oven fucking a that sounds so much better than ours oh it's delicious absolutely we have like little mini hot dogs in a puff pastry but we call them pigs in a blanket Oh, no, ours are much better. No. Yeah, no. that sounds way better. And then you've got yeah. pig's duvet, which is like a type of stuffing. It's when you have stuffing, oh. but like pork stuffing wrapped in bacon. Oh, well, hello. Ooh. Yeah. going to have to try that. That's good. Yeah. So that's your must-have, I think. Yorkshire puddings. Yeah, I mean, so you're not bothered about the fact that Yorkshire pudding is traditionally a beef thing. You just... No, no, I'm a filthy southerner. I don't yeah, I don't fine. abide by the northern traditions of being correct for roasts. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I do understand that, of course, Yorkshire pudding is meant to be with beef. But then I'm not going to have horseradish. I don't need a Yorkshire. See, Yorkshire's for me is that's where I store my gravy. Because I put a bit of gravy on the mill and then yeah. store the gravy in the Yorkie. Then you're dipping. You're dipping in the yeah. Yorkie, right? The yeah. top of the Yorkie, the crust Still stays mm. crispy, but the bottom mm. Mm, all soaks in the lovely, lovely turkey juices. Yeah. My God, that's so good. Fucking yeah. A, I'm going to your house for Christmas. Mm. It got to the point, like, just for roast dinners, but because I would only really have them when I went back to see my parents. And my mum, my mum's vegetarian and has always done, like, loads of veg. Like, she'll still cook me everything, but to do so much veg and always, like, huge portions that I will pile my plate and then I'll have to have my meat on a side plate <laughs> because it just doesn't fit on there. It's Brilliant. fantastic. But everything, mashed potato, not roast potato. I've got parsnips out of the garden this year. Oh, I'm so looking forward Ooh. to it. Roast parsnips are my favourite vegetable. Don't know what a parsnip is. Don't know if they're here. Don't know if we have parsnips. Don't know if you it's an English You don't know what thing. a parsnip is? 
Could be. That seems more likely that it's just me not knowing as opposed to like we don't have them in America yeah. land. That's, it's my favorite vegetable. You roast them and they just go sweet. They're just the best thing ever. Okay. Yeah. Well, for me, Christmas isn't complete without a Christmas ham. I need a ham with some pineapples oh, on the outside, no. adorning it. Oh, oh, Ian, don't do this sweet and savory snobbery thing. No, just pineapple. I don't like pineapple. Pineapple can go on food. I'm fine with the sweet and savory. I just don't like pineapple. Pineapple on a burger in the summertime. Grill it up no. right next to the meat. No, on a pizza. Nope, no, not on a pizza. Yep, on a pizza. It goes. Everything goes on pizza. No, nope. nothing should go on pizza. If it's good pizza, it doesn't need toppings. Oh, just bread then. That's just bread. No, pizza <laughs> is bread, cheese, and sauce. And then pizza can have toppings on top of that. But pizza, good pizza doesn't if require If you go toppings. to the topping section when you order a pizza, you can add extra cheese or you can remove the cheese. Hence, cheese is a topping to a base. Yeah, tell my wife that, vegan pizza. Tell, oh. her, tell her fuck off. <laughs> I do. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Even she won't have pineapple on a pizza. No, it's because she's a cretin as well. Next question. <laughs> she doesn't listen. It's fine. Yeah, probably fine. Uh, Johnny OG, has anyone made any unnecessary Black Friday purchases? I know someone that has. Yeah, I have. Very Come unnecessary. On. Uh Yeah got a new tv i've been annoyed for a while now that the weak link in my system has been my television the core the very core of the entertainment system yeah, i know when i worked at sky i managed to rinse a sky q box out of them so i've had the ability to watch uh 4k stuff but never had the tv for it because again i was a stupid idiot and bought a 3d tv when i thought that'd be the next big thing good work. and then never fucking use it mm, now it's in the cupboard next to your zoom <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I it, it took the briefest of chats with Oscar about what TV he's got, and then I immediately mm. purchased one. It was like there was no, there was very little time in between the chat and me buying one. Yeah, I was going to say I believe there was there was three text messages, and then <laughs> about five text messages later, I was saying bought it. <laughs> I bought it. I just could I couldn't take it anymore. It was a good deal though. So, and then about 15 minutes after that, our good friend Raph had also bought one. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, there was a, a slew of TV buying going on. I just so I, everyone knows that I'm like the home theater guy because yeah. no kids and I care. So like all my money goes towards that and travel. <laughs> um, and I recently Disney Plus, I guess over here. I don't know what it was over there. I guess maybe Black Friday, but Disney Plus coming out over here. I had three different people at work come up to me and be like, hey, what TV should I buy? I want to get a 4K from Disney+. Plus. And so five people in my immediate vicinity have recently purchased a TCL television. Sponsorship. 4K, Roku, you know, HDR built in and all that. So hang on, you're a salesman for TCL TVs, that's what you're saying? <laughs> no. Are you on commission? If there was any other brand that could remotely offer the same value per dollar, then I would go with that. But see, now I sound more like a salesman the more yeah, that we you talk really about do. It. So... Can we reach out to TCL somehow and get some sponsorship? Because, I mean, that would be brilliant if if Ian has just bought a uh, a TV and then um, I get one for free. So we get sponsored <laughs> afterwards. I already have two, so I don't Naturally, really need another one. Of course you've got two of them. That's fantastic. But what about you? Did you did you buy anything over – I mean, you say Black Friday. It's like a week of – whatever, and it's Cyber Monday this tomorrow. This weekend is Black Friday slash Cyber Monday weekend, I guess, so there's good sales running on everything. 
Um, I did all my Christmas shopping in like two hours. I didn't buy anything particularly superfluous. Superfluous. Uh, unnecessary. Yeah, I know what it means. It's almost as superfluous as the word superfluous. <laughs> I don't know. It's the word that came to my fucking brain. What do you want me to say? Yeah, you are quite superfluous. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to list out what I got people for Christmas, but I did. Uh, Spoilers. Can't my mom and dad didn't know what to get them. Fitbits were half off. They're kind of on a health kick right now. So I was like, there you go. Bang in with a couple of Fitbits. Uh, and I did get us, me and Emily, she knows about this, so it's not a gift, uh, discounted Disneyland tickets because we're going to go to that new Star Wars theme park in February. So they were running a sale for Disneyland tickets, adults at kids' prices. But Disney which, World? Or Disney- Disneyland in California. Disney World is the one in Orlando. Yeah, no, I know. But isn't Galaxy's Edge? There's two. There's one in Orlando and then the, there's also one out in LA. Ah, uh, no, because last time I was there, they were building it. That's why. Yeah, and we chose the one out in LA because it's less crowded. All international people go to Orlando because that's like the big draw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disneyland is mostly just locals from California and like people from the West Coast that it's closer to. So it's always a lot less crowded. So we're going to go with that and really be able to take our time and enjoy the parks. I already purchased two mount saber, two lightsaber mounts to display our lightsabers when we go in and buy them. $200 a pop. I don't fucking care because I get to make one and I get to choose the Kyber Crystal and all of it, and I'm so excited. Hang on, you don't own a lightsaber? No, no, we own lightsabers, but these are like Force FX movie replica quality. These are 200 a pop. Yeah, so. I mean, I've got two. You've got Force FX lightsabers? Yeah, two. No shit, which two do you have? Uh, Mace Windu and Return of the Jedi Luke. Uh, the second one was a gift from a friend of mine. Literally, he had, I want to say, nine of them. Holy shit. And he just went on his thing. He's like, I've got too much stuff. So he just and he just turned up at people's houses and like just gave them to him. He went, here you go. Here's a lightsaber. But yeah, the base window one I have because I, I liked it because it's purple and Samuel L. Jackson. So I've got that in my loft and I've got a Return of the Jedi Luke one as well. Very nice. Well, I'm going to have my own custom designed by me and I'm going to make one with Jedi outsides, but I'm going to put a red kyber crystal in it so that I'm secretly a Sith, but I can incognito hang out with Jedi. Apart so, from when you turn your lightsaber on, instantly yeah, they'll be by like, then it's too late. Once the lightsaber's on, they're already dead. <laughs> is the best lightsaber color clear? No. See-through, because then they can't tell. You could just switch it off and just stab it into someone. They wouldn't know. That's not a thing. Although what used to be a thing in the EU, now called Legends No Longer Canon, is darksabers. Yeah. Which that I really want. But there's like a whole process to making it, and technically I guess they don't exist anymore. Yeah, or at all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ever. <laughs> or indeed, at all. Mm. And it was a long time ago. Yeah. In and a in a galaxy far, far, far away. away. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Rocket Man. <laughs> Good. Well done. Uh, and last of all, Sam Danby asks, what are you asking Santa for? That's hard. It's tough when you get to our age and I lump you in with me. I don't think it's tough at all. I have too many things I want, if anything. Really? really? But yeah. you have you have time and money. I mean, if you want something, you buy it. Yeah, you you have all the things. <laughs> like literally, any time anyone suggests a thing, you're like, "Oh, I've got that," or "I had that," or "I have got three. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, two different sneaker companies just did a collaboration with Star Wars, uh, and there's always room for more sneakers in the closet. So Adidas or Adidas, as you guys say. Did a, a collab with Star Wars in time for Rise of the Skywalker. They were available here and in Australia because I was having a conversation with Dave about it, although different pairs of shoes. 
And there's a couple of really nice ones there. And then Tom's. I don't know if you guys have Tom's over there. The the shoes where you buy them and then they... They help kids in Africa or whatever. Charity, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They are doing a collaboration with Star Wars also. And there's a couple of really nice ones, including these white and black. They almost look like Adidas hard shells, except they're Stormtrooper themed. And they're fucking amazing. So I want that. And then also perpetually want to upgrade my home theater. Specifically, the thing I'm looking at upgrading right now is my receiver because it has 4K and Atmos. But it does not have enough um, output wattage-wise for the speakers that I want. So I'm looking to upgrade one and maybe add a little couple extra features. So I'm looking at the Pioneer Elite uh, 4K Dolby Atmos True. What sort of wattage are we talking? Talk to me. Uh, I don't actually know off the top of my head. But it is enough to do Dolby Atmos 7.2 surround sound. So 7.2 stereo subs. Listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, no one listen to it. VSX 832 it. model, <laughs> if anyone is looking to chip in at patreon.com slash milesoffside. <laughs> our, our Patreon money is not going to your no, home theater system. Let's make that clear. <laughs> it's not doing that. It is going to run in the pod, which until very recently was running at a loss. I mean, we're all losing. <laughs> Just kidding. We're winners, we're, baby. Yeah, we're all winners. We're all winners. Someone's got to keep up Ian's drinking habit. Well, I'm doing quite well at it, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Mold wine, anyone? Mm, we've just made a fresh pot. Ooh. <laughs> Is it acrid? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> what about you guys? What are you, what are you looking to get? I don't know, and I've had my girlfriend bugging me since Christmas last year as to what I want for Christmas. I just genuinely can't think... Of anything, and I'm wondering if she's gonna like peek her head around the corner at some point and go like, "What? What is it? What is it?" Why don't you get yourself a 4K TV? There you go. I've got a 4K TV. Oh fucking! I was the last <laughs> without one. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you bleeped yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, fine. Let's call it a day there. Then I'm the I'm the only one with a fucking finally got a decent TV. Yeah, but you've got it. So stop whinging. I'm not whinging. And you've got Sky Q, and you've got like this surround sound or whatever. Rubbish. No, I've got surround sound. Oh well, there you go. He's got seven point two. I've only got two point one. I'm a fucking sound engineer. <laughs> Shameful fuming. That's still. I don't even know what I've got. What's a normal TV? One. Uh, two point oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, it should be stereo. Yeah. Oh, oh good. I'm two point oh. My expected sound has just doubled. <laughs> <laughs> I've been underperforming all this time. Get yourself a subwoofer or a soundbar at least. Ian, there's some good soundbars that basically mimic 5.1 without having to go for it. Like Google yeah, but for I'm, not, I, I'm not interested in that. I don't... Yeah. Or some tower speakers? If you're going to only have two, at least make them kick. No, no, I've got, I've got loud enough for the tiny room I'm in. It's fine. Mm. But what I really want, basically, I want a new house for Christmas. Oh, okay. With a room in it where I can put speakers behind me. And under your testicles so you feel it. Like a subwoofer right in the seat of your chair. Well, yeah. Oscar's got stereo subs. I want to be able to feel a difference between my left and my right ball. I'd like to be able to feel something in my balls, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Without taking the pill. Hey, just put Finley in the cupboard under the stairs and then his bedroom can become a movie theater. Harry Potter. I was going to say, this feels a little bit like Harry Potter. Harry Potter had never been hugged. There's a line, there's a throwaway line in like the f- second book where they clearly and heavily imply that he had never been hugged in his entire life up to that moment. And you're just like, oh, oh God. Oh, that's the saddest thing ever. 
I did. I did read a tweet today that said something like, "At one point, your parents uh, put you down and never picked you up again." And I, I genuinely said today because we put the Christmas tree up, and Finley put the star on the top of the tree. But he's fucking heavy now. Like, <laughs> like, that day is today. <laughs> and I lifted him up, and, and I'd mentioned this tweet earlier, and I put him down. And I said, "That might be it, mate." <laughs> <laughs> I might never pick you up again. Yeah, the one that always fucks me up is the one that's like, at some point, you and your friends went home and never went out and played together again. Like, it was the last time that you ever played with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. And no one knew it. No one knew it, so you didn't even, like, take it take it in and kind of bask. <sighs> this went off a cliff. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Not for me. Never had friends. So, haha, <laughs> <laughs> joke's on you guys. It seemed to me. Wait, I'm not satisfied. We're not moving on like until you candle guys. In the wind. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not satisfied. We're not moving on until you guys know what you're getting for Christmas because this is like a. I don't a, know. I'll get some. I'll get some boots or something. It'll be sartorial. Ian, do you have a 4K Blu-ray player? No, you're just going to stream. Yeah, just going to stream. Get yourself like a year subscription. Ask for a year subscription to Disney Plus or a year subscription for VPN so that then you can watch Disney Plus. I'm not that bothered though. I've got so much. Yeah, like, but you get so all the Marvel much... and Star Wars movies in 4K. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've, uh, I've, yeah, meh. I mean, I'm you just... need some 4K content to show off your 4K TV. I today I saw every fucking hair in Pookie's beard in Ultra HD. That's all I need. I don't need to. See oh, you Marvel have it films. set up already. Yeah, did it today. Oh, do yeah. you guys get your? Wait, hold on, hold on a fucking second. Yeah, we. You go. guys get the soccer in 4K. Yeah, baby. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yep. That's mostly what I got it for. Fucking A, we're still watching that shit in 1080p. But you get to watch football, Oscar. That's (laughs) true. (laughs) Fair trade. You get to watch any match you like. I had to watch Norwich Arsenal. Without (laughs) remortgaging. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's fair. But yeah, talking about watching the football, what you really want to do the listener, what they want to do is they want to get on board with the Amazon link that I'm going to put in the show notes because it's Christmas. I don't know if you noticed that. We've been talking about it. It's Christmas. And you can get a 30-day free trial to Amazon Prime. You can sign up to that and you can get all your... You can do it like Oscar, one hit, smash out all your Christmas shopping, get it delivered the next day for free. But not only that, if you sign up immediately, if not sooner then you can get the Amazon Prime video uh, games <laughs> that are going on this week and Boxing Day as well. I think they've got n- at least nine games, I think, going out on Boxing Day. And yeah, if not ten. Might be I ten. think it's all of them. Is it all of them? Yeah, but it's, this This is the game week, which is on Tuesday the 3rd to Thursday the 5th, uh, and everything is on uh, Amazon Prime video. Okay, let's get on it. Link in the show notes. How is hang, hang on? Um, it's, I can't believe it. The the answer is completely obvious for Christmas, and I just need to beat last year's record of thirty six pairs of socks. Oh, of course, Chuck just wants socks. All he wants for Christmas is socks. Just want more socks, guys. Forty um, days and forty nights of socks. I mean, I'm not changing them and going to sleep in socks. I'm not sleeping in. No. Are you mad? So decadent. Socks in a bed is horrendous. I don't know. If anyone likes socks enough to do it, I would have guessed it would have been you. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Chuck does not love socks enough to wear them to bed. No, it just feels weird. I don't wear anything. No. 
Hey, <laughs> Balls out. There you go. Right, we're not going to do fixtures for next week because we're sort of halfway through the halfway through the week as it is. So fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, so we'll leave it there for this Call week, it a day. I guess. Ian's doing a Chuck-style sign-off. There you go. We've all got work in the morning. We've got places to be. <laughs> this is bollocks. Christmas um, to why do. Why do we even do a good... Yeah. <laughs> Words weren't working then. Um, but thank you very much for listening, guys. Thanks again to new Patreon, Mark. It's a pleasure to have you on board with us. Thank you very much. Stop going Patreon. through my bins. Forward slash <laughs> Miles Offside Pod. Um, and thank you all get yourself on the Twitter polls vote Pope and Abraham out please 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 don't get Pulis again and anyway thank you very much say goodbye Oscar vote for no not happening sorry Ian just bleep that out thanks and uh, say goodbye Ian bye <laughs>